This is Anchor LA, a podcast presenting world headlines, technology news, arts and data, and encouragement from the Praise Light Media Studios in Panorama City, California. Good day, it's Wednesday, the 23rd of May, 2018. Santa Fe, Texas, about 30 miles south of Houston, has become the scene of the latest school shooting where 10 people were killed and 13 injured. The shooter, a 17-year-old student, terrorized the Santa Fe High School for 25 minutes early on Friday. The motive and details are still under investigation. And just a few hours later, another tragedy, this time in Cuba, as Cubana de Aviación Flight 972 crashed just after takeoff on a domestic flight in Cuba. Out of 113 on board, only two have survived. The crash occurred about six miles from the airport, and witnesses said that after the plane left the runway, it made an unusual turn and then crashed into train tracks and a farm, some stating that an engine was on fire before the aircraft crashed. It is the first major commercial aircraft accident in Cuba since 2010 and the second worst in the nation's history coming close to the historic crash in 1989 which killed 150. Two horrific tragedies within hours of one another, two tragedies which depict two evils, natural evil and moral evil. Two tragedies that remind us once again of a fallen world and renews our longing for Christ's return and all evil, both moral and natural, to be conquered forever. Online retailer Amazon is now offering in-vehicle delivery. Yes, that's right, Amazon can now deliver your package to your car while it's parked at work or school, or even home using it as a lockbox to ward off the rapidly growing package theft problem. This is all thanks to the latest feature of Amazon Key, free in-car delivery for Prime members, which has launched in 37 metro areas across the U.S. It's currently only available for GM cars with an active OnStar subscription and Volvos with an active Volvo on-call account, but should soon expand to others as technology advances. Amazon has already offered the option to leave the package inside your house if it has a compatible smart home feature, but now with cars becoming an option as well, package thieves will start to realize that they have far less to steal. And if you don't have a smart home, a Volvo, or a GM car, don't lose hope. If you live in a city where most package thefts occur, you can also use the Amazon Locker system. Chances are you can find a lockbox Amazon offers near your address, where you can pick up your packages absolutely free at any time, with the code provided in your Amazon app associated with that order. All of this and more sends a very clear message to package thieves. We won't just throw up our hands, we've taken action, and your days are numbered.
As the Kilauea volcano continues to destroy areas south of Hilo, Hawaii, today marks the anniversary of one of the greatest disasters ever to strike the same area. A tsunami caused by an earthquake off the coast of Chile traveled across the Pacific Ocean on this day in 1960. The tsunami was generated by a massive 8.5 magnitude quake which had killed thousands in Chile the previous day. According to the History Channel, the earthquake involving a severe plate sift caused a large displacement of water off the southern coast of Chile at 3.11 p.m. May 23, 1960. Traveling at speeds in excess of 400 miles an hour, the tsunami moved west and north. On the west coast of the U.S., the wave caused an estimated $1 million in damages but were not deadly. The Pacific Tsunami Warning System established in 1948 in response to another deadly tsunami worked properly and warnings were issued to Hawaiians six hours before the wave's expected arrival. However, some people ignored the warnings and others actually headed to the coast in order to view the wave. Arriving only one minute after predicted, the tsunami destroyed Hilo Bay on the island of Hawaii. 35-foot waves bent parking meters to the ground and wiped away most buildings. A 10-ton tractor was swept out to sea. Reports indicate that the 20-ton boulders making up the seawall were moved 500 feet. 61 people died in Hilo, the worst-hit area of the island chain. The tsunami continued to race further west across the Pacific, 10,000 miles away from the earthquake's epicenter, Japan, despite ample warning time was not able to warn the people in harm's way and just over a day after the originating earthquake, the wave struck parts of Japan, killing 180 people, all 58 years ago today. In Matthew chapter 6, we read one of the most well-known verses in the Bible. It's part of what is known as the Lord's Prayer. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. There are two very common misunderstandings of this concept. One defines from this verse that God's will is passive. It utilizes the mindset that whatever will be, will be. Those who believe this end up praying very little at all, assuming that since divine will is inevitable, they must simply go through the motions because they're told to, and praying is commanded in scripture. But this type of viewpoint has no faith. It is fatalistic. As John MacArthur writes in Daily Readings from the Life of Christ, it robs us of the joy of aligning our will with God's and seeing His will done as we pray in faith. And praying with a passive resignation leads to a weak prayer life. It is one that doesn't heed Jesus' instruction in the parable of the persistent widow in Luke 18, where it says that Jesus was telling them a parable to show that at all times they ought to pray and not lose heart. The other common misconception of God's will is one of twisting. Like we spoke about last week on Anchor LA, some will attempt to twist and coerce God's will to conform to theirs, even attempting to back up their will with out-of-context scripture. At least people, as John MacArthur continues, think of God's will as what he dispenses from his cosmic vending machine. They get whatever they want by inserting a claim on one of his promises. As we see in the Lord's Prayer, however, that type of selfish, me-centered concept is struck down time and again as Jesus teaches us how to pray. 
The genuine prayer focuses on the name, kingdom, and the will of God. Yes, God is sovereign, but Jesus tells us to pray for his will to be done, just like in James 5 when it tells us to pray for each other so that we may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Al Mohler said it this way when discussing the recent school shooting in El Paso, Texas, and the automatic response of so many there to pray. Immediately after news of the shootings broke on Friday morning, there were assurances of prayer, urgent, multiple. And of course, this is where Christians understand that is a right response. It is at least a right first response. We understand that the impulse of prayer is absolutely right under all conditions. And in a situation of such urgency as this, our hearts immediately go out to the hearts of all others, especially those who are closest to the tragedy and those whose lives have been most affected by the tragedy. And of course, prayer goes out beyond that to those whose lives may very well be hanging even then in the balance. And, of course, beyond that, Christians are praying for all those who are enduring and experiencing this kind of tragedy. May we be encouraged, not discouraged, by the gift of prayer. May we seek and desire His will above all things, knowing that it is for our good and no amount of coercion or trying to overlay our will over His will result in satisfaction or true joy. May we as followers of Jesus Christ commune with our Savior in prayer, knowing that with God as our leader we have nothing to fear, no desires or needs which will go unknown, and there can be no thing that can ever occur that is out of his control. And as followers of Christ, may we never discount the importance and the wonderful gift of direct communion with God through prayer. Thanks for listening to Anchor LA on Twitter at Anchor LA Podcast and Facebook.com slash Anchor LA, where you can find links and information to various topics we cover on the show. Contact us anytime with questions or comments or call into our show directly on the Anchor app with input or suggestions. We'd always love to hear from you. Until next time from Panorama City, California, I'm Ben Ditzel. This is Anchor LA.